Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back, personal besties. Today's episode is one I've never done before, so I'm so excited to be bringing you a best of episode. So if you are a longtime listener here, you know for all of the guests that I bring on, I love to close out our conversation with what is one last piece of advice that you'd love to leave everyone with? And I absolutely love asking this question because a lot of the times they'll say something that we didn't talk about at all. You know, we had a nutritionist on here. And then when I asked her that, she said, you know, care for your partner more. Or I think I had a trainer on here one time and I was asking his advice and they said, oh, I think you just should rest and something to do with rest. And so I just love asking the piece of advice because it's usually deep down, you know, what I need to hear the most or they need to hear the most. And so what I did is I put together a few from different episodes just piecing together so my goal for this episode isn't you know necessarily this one cohesive thing that you're going to take out of it but just this motivation of hearing encouragement from others and it's like if you were to call up your best friend or you were to call up your mom and is like oh what's that like one piece of advice you want to hear from them that's what this episode is it's just all my favorite advice just pushed all together and so you know with that we are wrapping up on the end of the year. I have loved spending 2021 with you, maybe even 2020 with you. And we have some really exciting things just coming up in these next few weeks. Next week, we kind of have a reflection on current goals of whatever you're working on. And I have a reflection of my own goals. And then starting with the new year, we have a week one reset where we can deep dive on what makes a good resolution and how you can actually stick with it versus, you know, the statistics that you always hear about how 95% of people fail. That's not going to be us. We're going to focus on the 5% of people that don't fail. So I am so excited for everything that's to come. Stay tuned. And with that, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. The last piece of advice is say yes to yourself and work out the how, you know, and we may not know the complete answers. However, if you continue to become a student 
of life and just learn and be part of an environment that's supportive, that's going to lift you higher uh, and that's going to support your growth, then that's important. When you are surrounded with positive, like-minded people who are in the same journey, you will get further in life. And whether it's whether success means to you, you know, having financial breakthroughs or success, success means to you having a fulfilling relationship, whatever success means to you, but if it gives you meaning, fulfillment, and happiness, and you're progressing in life, then do that. I'll lean on kind of the fact that I do work with seniors in my day-to-day and just remind people that like where you are now, if you are in your 20s or your 30s or however old you are, like the standard that you are holding yourself to now is going to be so different in 30 years that just you can be gentler on yourself. And I think your body will appreciate it much more when you hit your 60s and 70s if you do take time to do the restorative stuff too, the stretching, the mobility, the walking, the low impact, because our bodies do wear and tear. We cannot slow that process. So you don't need to go so hard on yourselves. Honestly, I hope that everybody takes from this and, you know, whether it's from my swimming or my book or anything that obstacles are just an illusion. There's absolutely nothing that you can't put your mind to or accomplish with the right work ethic and determination, no matter what obstacles might be in your way. So I really hope that people take that and just follow your heart, follow your dreams. It sounds kind of corny, but it's so true. And honestly, that's how I've gotten to where I am today. Well, I think first and foremost, just getting really clear on where you're currently at. It's a muddy area and we can't even see beyond these like cloudy glasses that have painted our reality. So getting clear on, okay, you might not know what you want or where you're going, but I guarantee you, if you asked, if somebody asked you, what do you want? You'll say, I don't want this. I don't want to be that. I don't. And so just really flipping that. Right. So even if you had to write down two columns, I don't want this. Okay. Well, what is the opposite of not having it? Well, I want this. Okay. So now you're creating a division between both of the, the nots and the, and the ams. And so getting clear of that creates that self-awareness. It creates an insight as to what, you know, let's take the first step. These are things I really want. These are, I know are a hard no. So what am I doing right now that is holding me back from taking that first step? What is currently in my life right now that is not serving me and aiding in moving the needle closer to where I want to be. And so just kind of taking this overview, and I don't know if, if your listeners like me are very visual, I need to write this stuff down because I could say it, I could think it, but yet having a hard like visual allows me to, okay, I'm not, I'm not moving closer to where I want to be. What is standing in my way? Mm, yep. Okay. There's something I have to identify. Yep. Okay. Maybe I need to get help on that. Yep. Maybe I need to let that go. Yep. Maybe I need to face something that it's kind of ugly and scary, but you know what? If I don't, it's going to keep holding power over me. And so again, self-awareness, gratitude changes everything. One piece of advice that I want to leave is try, is try. I mean, really, there's so many opportunities out there. Again, you have every right to build the vision that you want. You have every right to be the person, the strongest person that you can possibly be, but it's up to you. Make that choice invest in yourself and decide, take action. Don't just think it, take that action to build that vision that you've been looking for. Yeah. Well, first of all, kudos to you. Like, I think that 
the anybody who is actively trying to work on themselves to make themselves better is you know in my mind going to be really successful in this world because I think that's what sets people apart from being successful and kind of just staying in the mundane of things as the person who really looks for answers and wants help and reaches out for help and gets support and is open to learning. So with that, I'll just say really try to, you know, if you follow certain people on social media that maybe make you feel less than or talk and preach about restrictive diets and rigid meal plans and all the things that maybe you've tried, you probably, I'm just going to assume you probably have tried before and have left you feeling like a failure, which you're not. By the way, those plans are not meant to, for you to stay on long term. If anything, they're meant to make you fail so you come back. You know, It's just not um, realistic for your long-term success. So all that to say, definitely guard yourself from following certain people that trigger any of those things that just are very uncomfortable for you and surround yourself with people who understand you and who get you listening to this podcast is a great start. So you're already doing a good job, right? This is someone who knows her stuff, who's knowledgeable, who, you know, really has a great message. So just like keep positive people in your ears and follow those who you want to you know, emulate in some way. If you're striving for healing your relationship with food and achieving food freedom, you need to then surround yourself with people who have similar messaging like that. I'd say just make sure you're having fun. If you decide to become a runner or you decide to just give it a go to see how things are, like if you love listening to music, if you love listening to podcasts, if you love running with a friend or like having that social interaction, um, make sure it's not this harsh kind of, delve into the running, hate the the first couple of weeks, and then just be something that you never do again. Uh, make sure that there, there are ways like stuff we've talked about today that can be enjoyable and you can start making gains and actually enjoy the process because running's great. Running's very community driven. It's very like self, like you get a lot of self-worth from it. You can see a lot of improvements. You can set yourself some really good fitness goals because of it. And so just have fun. Don't, don't grind yourself into the ground. Be kind to yourself when it comes to if an injury does happen or if you don't reach certain goals. And yeah, just enjoy the process. For those that are in the journey of losing weight, stay with the stay with the desire, stay with the goal. You will get there. It doesn't matter how many plateaus you experience, still stay there. And focus not only in the final destination, which is whatever weight loss you are wanting to achieve, enjoy the journey. There's so much nuggets there, so much for you to learn about yourself, about what you like, and so much growth available that is going to make your weight loss goal so much more delicious. Yeah, I would say, you know, if you're thinking about it, if you're thinking about ditching it entirely, or if you're thinking, if you're sober curious, you're thinking about like moderate drinking, maybe just assess your relationship with alcohol, you know, before you do that. Like, why is it, you know, why is it that you feel like you need to drink? That was a huge thing for me is like reflection um, was like, why do I feel like I need this? Or why do you feel like you don't want it anymore? You know, think about your relationship with alcohol and, and assess that and examine that and let that be sort of the thing that guides you. Like for me, I know that it was holding me back. Um, like I said, hangover anxiety was a real thing for me too. And it just mentally was just really not keeping me in a good place. 
And so that was a huge reason why I, I stopped drinking. And that's a huge part of why I don't drink still today. And something else to keep in mind is that your why might change over time. You know, as, as you get further and further along, it's like at first for me, you know, in the first month, my why was, oh, I just want to see where this goes. And then as time went on, it, it became a lifestyle change for me. And now it's, you know, such a part of who I am, of, of my health and my well-being and staying balanced. So know too that like over time, your why might change, but trust your process. It doesn't, it's not a one size fits all thing. Like my story doesn't have to be yours, doesn't have to be anybody else's nor does your relationship with alcohol. That's something that's individual to you. So just take that time to dive inward and figure it out. That'd be my advice. Yeah, I would say that when people are like, well, how should I get started? What should I do? Because a lot of people are like, I don't know what to eat. I don't know how much to eat. I'm not at my goal, whether they're 50 pounds over or just, you know, five or 10 pounds over. I would say track your normal day and see what, what those calories are, what your food habits are like because that's what got me started. It wasn't just the fact of me being motivated by People Magazine. I had to actually look at what I was doing to be able to make the change. So it's almost like you've got to, you know, know where you're at to be able to assess, is it good? Is it bad? But it was eye-opening for me. I was disgusted by the amount of like junk I was eating. Like when I added it up and I saw all the calories, all the sugar, the fat, and I'm like, I'm like just eating a bunch of snacks and fast food and looking at it with self-awareness. Like it's, it's almost like when people are like, I don't want a full length mirror in my house. I don't like to stand in front of it naked because I see all the imperfections, but it's almost like you just have to face yourself and start with a clean slate. But I would say track all your food without changing anything for a day or two and really look and see what you're eating and then compare it against like how many calories a day you should be eating. And that will, will usually get your wheels turning with motivation and where to get started. I think reminding yourself that even though right now at times it feels like maybe we feel like we're behind or we feel like maybe we're not succeeding at things because it still sometimes feels like things are on a standstill or a pause. It's important to remember that the things that we're worried and stressing about right now in the end, we're going to look back and realize like everything happens for a reason. It all ends up falling into place. When things are the most chaotic, that's usually when they work out the best because it all just kind of fizzles into where it's supposed to be. So reminding yourself to stick with, stay strong and figuring out what feels best in terms of what makes you happy. And also remembering struggle equals strength. And when you are struggling to push through, persevere, take care of yourself and also know you are building strength. You know, always remember to pour into yourself, reflect on your day, reflect on your week, take that time and actually ask yourself, what, what worked? What can I celebrate this from this week? And that continues building that healthy mindset. Uh, When you talk about the things that didn't work, it's not a call out. It's not a bad thing. It's really, what do I get to work on going forward? This didn't work this week. So what can I do next to to increase the possibility of me achieving what I want to achieve? It's always about progression, not perfection, Um, progression, and then just working in excellence. And when I say work in excellence, it doesn't mean to perfection. It means work in your zone of genius, 
that is going to get you the results that are most important to you. And when you fill yourself up that way, you're able to, to help and impact others. And you're never too young or too old to impact or be impacted. Embrace where you're at. Like whether you are dieting, whether you are like, I don't know, intermittent fasting or like trying to get out of that mentality, like just embrace where you're at and just kind of say like, it's okay that I'm here right now. And how can I take small steps towards getting where I want to be? And where do I actually want to be? Yeah, I would love to tell anybody who's listening to this, that if there's something that you want to accomplish, you a thousand, 1000% 1, can accomplish that you just have to get started and find somebody who can help reverse engineer what it is you're trying to go after. I mean, the biggest, biggest, biggest thing that I could literally say to anyone is just, just go for it. The thing you've been wrestling with for months, for years, like just go for it. It's not worth your mental energy to keep asking questions and to keep battling it if you are really set on doing it. And if you have a plan that is going to like help you survive every single day. There's no time to waste and you have to just go for it and just try it out. See what happens because magical things could happen in the things you didn't know were going to create those magical things for you. I just want to give women and men, if there's men listening, hope that change is possible if you're feeling like your food or your exercise relationship is either it's too extreme, like you're doing too much or you're underdoing it, that change is possible. And yeah, your current situation, it doesn't have to be your final destination. And like, just find hope from me. Like I was such an extreme case of I was under eating, like I struggled with eating disorders, but I was over exercising, but I'm, I'm balanced now. Like, uh, and if I can change, anybody can. So I just want to give hope that they, that they can change. It is really possible. Uh, I know. Right. Well, one of my favorite quotes by Nietzsche, says, those who were seen dancing were thought to be insane by those who could not hear the music. And so uh, I like to leave people with that sort of idea or understanding that the things that you want to do in life, whether it's change in your own life, something as, as a you know, weight loss as personal as that, or building a business or the, the understanding that your goal can't be seen by anyone but you. And that's hard. And that's difficult, sometimes confusing, sometimes exhausting. Uh, but you have to remember that the world only understands what they see, and you have to be the one to build it. So don't, you know, lose sight of that. Don't get discouraged and just keep chipping away. That's how magic happens. You deserve to be healthy. Like you absolutely deserve to be healthy. And that belief, if you, I'm going to, I'm going to totally rip off Dr. Will Cole right now. You can't heal a body that you hate. If you hate yourself, you're never going to get healthy. You're never going to get healthy. Be relentlessly exactly who you are and understand that you deserve to be healthy and that health doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be hard. Allow health to come at you naturally and with ease. Discomfort is your friend because that, that energy or that inkling, whatever you want to call it in your gut, that's how you know that you want to change something. Have you ever experienced that? It's an inkling inside of you that just won't go away. 
And that is, that is your, I always say that's your soul telling you that it's time for something. And even if you don't know what it is, but it's just checking in, trying to, what, what is that? Where is that coming from? Don't settle for the applause of people. I, I think from my experience, I always lived for the applause and, and didn't even know it. What I want people to know is oftentimes as athletes and high achievers, what our potential is something that usually only we know the fullness of. And we can get away with giving 70% effort in life and receiving major applause from people. They might give us awards. We might get promoted in the company. We might get bonuses. We might gain social media followers. We might get brand sponsorships. But the goal isn't to get the applause from people. The goal is to reach your full potential. And don't let success call you to settle for less than your best. Because that's what I did. As a D-line who is a a D lineman who was a track athlete as well. I should have ran with the smaller training group for conditioning, but I didn't. I would rather be the front of the crowd amongst the slowest people of the team than to be in the middle of the crowd amongst some of the fastest. But I left, I robbed me of my fulfillment because I always knew when people say, look at him, he's the best, run like him, that they were all. They were, they didn't know that I wasn't giving it everything I have. So if that's you, don't settle for the applause of people. Always level up because of what you see inside. Well, that's all that I have for today's episode. I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season and I will see you at the new year. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.